podcast. Hello and welcome to the podcast, guys. Thank you for choosing this podcast for you right now at this moment in your life. Like you've decided this is what you want, or there's nothing else out there that you want, so this is what you have to have. But anyway, thanks very much for tuning in. Happy Christmas to everybody. It's been, it's done, it's over. All the kerfuffle, all the furore, all the excitement, done for another year. And now all we have to look forward to is the new year. So it's kind of that period in between Christmas and New Year where everything is a wee bit shit. You're sort of feeling guilty about all the stuff you've eaten and drank over Christmas. And you're just feeling guilty enough to sort of weighing off it a little bit until new year's eve when you get blocked again and you start your brand new year brand new you with the same old hangover it's the same old story um i for one unfortunately through powers out of my control haven't really drank too much this christmas i've eaten oh you better believe i've eaten but haven't really got to drink too much because still just just um had the baby three weeks ago. Not me personally. Haha. <laughs> Dad jokes. Unbelievable. But um, my girlfriend has had the baby via cesarean. So I've been the designated driver. Which to be fair, she's been doing that for nine months. So I can give her six weeks. But it's just a wee bit shit that I can't drink at Christmas, you know. I have a lot of wine to catch up on. And that's going to really affect my, my new year, new me goals. Um, I was going to start off by by just going into some resolutions I have. Normally, I don't set resolutions per se because I think that sort of means you're not being yourself. If that makes sense, you're just going right. I'm going to totally change who I am. So rather than do resolutions per se, I like to set goals and targets as to what I would like to achieve in the the upcoming year. I did that last year with mostly comedy based goals and I've achieved nearly all of them apart from um, having Boytown podcast in the top 100 on iTunes which unless we have and just haven't noticed but that was one of the things and um, hopefully I can do the same with this one next year albeit it started slowly I think now I'm back in a rhythm again having found um, a bit of structure with being a new dad and all that and the baby little baby Holly's selling in great she's made weight you know like a UFC fighter she's made her weight she's gaining the pound she's bulking up she's going from light heavy to heavy and yeah she's doing good so whenever she's settled it means I'm a bit more settled and I can get on record the podcast and keep you guys as entertained as as you can get from a podcast I guess do you know so there you are weird is right weird is listen to this and weird is are entertained hmm. well no targets for this year um let's probably talk personally big year coming up last year was probably this year even 2017 was probably the best year of my my life so far albeit people say uh, once you hit 30 you're over the hill nah not at all my 30s have been sweet so far i've got myself um in a position whereby I can almost be doing comedy through one medium or another on a full-time basis. Um, that being said, not going to fully jump into it unless something 
massive happens in the next year but I plan to move house in 2018 and it's handy to have handy to have your your monthly pay slips makes the things a bit easier for getting a mortgage so when if I get that sorted I'll probably make the the big jump but this year I've, I've been lucky enough to to do things that give you an opportunity to to look into that um it's hard you know being in in northern ireland it's difficult to try and make a career in comedy because there's so few mediums to actually get on you know there's a lot of competition and there's not a lot of opportunity per se um i think that there's very few young comedians that are actually full-time stand-ups you know there's don't think anyone could live solely alone on just doing stand-up which is a pity because there's a lot of good a lot of good talented acts out there that if we're maybe in a different country we could be doing that full-time but you know if you're you're over here you need to be supplementing your income you're from stand-up alone with like videos whether they be corporate or whatever you need to be doing stuff like that you need to be um getting a bit of tv work getting some writing work you know getting sponsorship for podcasts things like that you need to be adding all that together and sort of working it like a a big pie like a big stew of money to just get by and then you feel your taxes and all to do which is a struggle in itself too that's one thing that I don't like doing is when you get your pay for whatever you do you have to stick like a big lump of it into the bank to pay your your tax returns at the end of the year hmm. I think I should be like Wesley Snipes and just not pay my taxes but not go to jail because a big bear like me would would be very popular in jail do you know and I am without meaning to be overtly sexual um, I would just be straight up clumsy with the soap I wouldn't intentionally drop it but no doubt being clumsy, I, I would drop the soap and therefore get sodomized. Do you know? So you gotta, you gotta keep that um, in mind as well. But but yeah, New Year's resolutions, targets. Let me see. For comedy, I want to do another R show. I did my show uh, Thirty Years of Dave twice this year. Um, the first time I did it, it was it's a big thing. So it almost made me feel like a proper stand-up and um, i think it's all fine you can go and do your spots here and there your bits of material but to actually have a i suppose an hour-long show or special whatever you want to call it is a good achievement because it's it's talking for an hour about funny stuff trying to be funny for an hour like these podcasts help come up with material certainly but at the end of the day you could come on and talk shit here for any length of time and people will be going well well, it's just a podcast it's interesting to know the inner workings of a genius's mind and it's also interesting to hear what dave has to say as well um but through these i'm not trying to make you laugh flat out throughout the entire podcast albeit if you do great but you know whereas you're putting our material together it's going to be a lot more difficult trying to get the laughs throughout the whole hour um, and I, but I, I'm happy with my show 30 Years of Dave I think I might do it um, again maybe maybe in Dublin or like Glasgow or London or somewhere but maybe in Belfast I think that's it done um, it's good to have the, the show finished in terms of like from a personal point of view it's great to have the show done but it's also good to put bits of material that I think I am now 
have outgrown perhaps you know bits of things like you talk about when you're a bit younger that maybe don't resonate as much now when you're older like I suppose it's all life experience too isn't it things you do when you're younger like if I were to talk to my 24 year old self compared to my current self we're two different cats like this guy here now currently has about six pints hung over for five days need to take leave for work write a will when I was 24 of six pints I'd be like right let's start drinking it's it's go time you know you, you do change you do find things like f- my new show is going to be based around being a first time dad and sort of how I have found the experience how I have um, dealt with the pregnancy finding out about it since the baby's come along all that that's why I don't want to go into too much detail about it um, just on the podcast because I want to take the majority of the funny stories and use them in a show rather than here and also like who wants to listen to me talk about babies really do you know um, as you're probably tuning in going I just want, to, I want a bit of laugh I want a bit of crack I don't hear how many nappies you changed you boring sod but you know it, it's yesterday seven but you know it, it, it does sort of consume you when that happens and it's great I love it I love being a dad it's amazing um, which leads me on to my next resolution is getting in shape now I know a lot of people are talking about hitting the gym getting into shape physiques of their lives and all um, in the new year new year new me mm. I just ha- rather than make a massive changes I'm going to like make rather than diet changes or quick changes, I'm going to make lifestyle changes. I'm going to try to lose a decent amount of weight because, to be honest, over the pregnancy, I've been lazy. You know, it's been hard to get to the gym. It's been easy to just eat crap. You know, when you have a pregnant girlfriend or wife or whatever it is for anyone in the same situation, it's easier to just, you know, if she wants some sweets you'll share the sweets with her you watch tv together you know with this pregnancy Catherine wasn't too too great she had pelvic arthropathy i i don't know what it was basically she couldn't walk and her hips were sore flat out and she's in a lot of pain so we couldn't really go and do things like even go for walks or be out for any length of time because she'd be in pain so most of the time we just sat watch tv and that shit and obviously there's a supportive element of it it's nice to be in each other's company that being said it's bad to just not not exercise as much and you sort of almost justify it in your head a bit you're like "Mm, well i'm I'm here supporting her so i shouldn't be out in the gym and whatnot and also i should be eating you know i need this garlic bread i need this pasta bake and i need a dessert you know it's just all part of the support process when in reality it doesn't need to be so now the baby's here um, we're starting to get a bit of a routine I'm going to get back into the gym again um, and hit my diet this is actually um, early Saturday morning we're at now just, just after 12 on Saturday the 30th of December is when I'm recording this now and um, this will be the day that I'm starting starting back at the gym and the diet I've got my porridge oats in got my chicken my veg going to reduce my portion sizes and I'm going to really get stuck in I've set myself a target of losing three stone by March um, I say I'm not going to be through the tail end if I don't but if I do 
great as long as I'm going in that right direction. It's a friend of mine's uh, wedding, my best mate's wedding, and I am the best man at it. So I'd like to look a wee bit tidy for that and get into shape. And then, of course, later on in the year, it's my own wedding in November. So if I shift three stone by March and then another two by November, I would say I'd be doing some. I'd be doing some damage, you know. I'd be pleased. I think I've been good, Nick, um, and that's that's the target for me. But it's not going to be easy. It's about making a lot of changes. I actually um, wrote down a list of what I do bad and what I need to do better. So my bad habits um, of late, I've put down as I eat too much between meals. So like I'd snack. But I mean, whereas before when I'd be like properly into training and stuff, I'd maybe have nuts or a piece of fruit, I would just eat like now chocolate, just biscuits. I love a biscuit, cup of tea and a biscuit, hard to beat. Um, put down portion size, eat too much, so I need to reduce that. And I find I haven't been eating breakfast, which is it's just not me. It's and that's a, an important one because if you don't eat your breakfast, I find you get hungrier, and then when you have lunch time coming along you find because you're hungrier you eat more and you eat more more shit so then you have maybe two big meals like lunchtime, dinner time and then that just all adds up and you just end up with a massive gut um, slacking in the gym I've been going to the gym just more for the crack as opposed to the work going having a bit of a bit of a chat with my gym buddy uh, Connor who's a good mate of mine one of my best mates and uh, we just go and probably go through the motions a bit but whenever our heads are in, in it we train hard together so hopefully get that intensity back um, <clears throat> lack of water haven't been drinking the amount of water I should be drinking so here we are recording a podcast with a pint of water living the dream and this is probably the funniest bad habit that I have. Less Nando's. I, I love a Nando's. I eat too much Nando's. Um, I know you could probably be healthy in Nando's. But even at that, the chicken itself is probably not the best for you. And with that, I hate when people are talk, saying, like, you can have healthy Nando's. Like, um, my girlfriend was like, why don't you go to Nando's less and I'll make you a Nando's. I'm like, nah, you're not Nando." If you're not Nando, you can't make a Nando's, you know. You can take Nando sauce and put it on a, a tiniest little drizzle on a bit of chicken and maybe make this homemade rice. It's still not Nando's, do you know. It's like me saying, I'll make you, do you like Maud's ice cream, do you? And I'd be like, oh, I love Maud's ice cream, big sweet, come around my house, I'll make you Maud's ice cream. Just leave a two litre bottle of milk out in the cold. There you go, there's some ice cream for you. But now nah, it's just cold milk, shh, it's ice cream. Mods, like no, it's not mod. It's fraud. Now get you, get you out, out of out of here and go fuck yourself, you piece of shit. But yeah, so don't offer me. Don't call Nando's unless your name is Nando and you're making proper Nando's because you can't put that delicious fat skin on a chicken and whatever way now. I'm actually get myself hungry thinking about Nando's. And then the last one was make make time for the gym. So even whenever I have a busy schedule, um, albeit the busier you get, the harder it is to, to, to train. And you just need to make time. So whether I have to go to the gym at 10 o'clock at night and work out for an hour, I'll, I'll do it. Um, so for anyone wanting to keep an eye on how I'm getting on, Shane and I, Shane Todd, are going to bring back our Race to Ronaldo segment that we did like a couple of years ago, which is basically where... 
Um, the title is just called Race to Ronaldo because it was a snappy title. It's not realistic in any way because I understand. I will never be the physique of Cristiano Ronaldo, but my aim would be to cut down weight and get in shape, and his aim was to bulk up. So Ronaldo's definitely in the middle, closer to Shane than the two of us so basically the gist is somebody who's in great shape shape in the middle so where one is the bulk and one is the cut and that's basically basically it so we're looking to do that in the new year so we'll be firing up like we videos on a facebook page and all that stuff and covering it through boytown podcast and race ronaldo snapchat if we can remember the password to that um and get it back on the rip again so it's exciting but no i'm looking forward to getting back to training and um, now i've got dad strength I want to see if that's a real thing or just a myth i'm starting to think it's it's real because like the stuff you do as a dad like the you carry stuff in strange ways like i don't mean you like put a pram in your head and walk around like you're getting water for a family of 14 in mozambique but um i mean like you're like you're constantly doing like bicep curls like i've got you've got a bag a changing bag with like nappies and clothes and water and bottles in it and then you've got the child on the other hand in a wee plastic bag and like it's heavy children have enough like seven nearly a pound in a plastic bag it's you know constantly um it's not really a plastic bag it's just a baby carrier but i mean hey you know don't be calling social services on me i'd be so shit you wee rats if i was just sitting here making a wee joke and then social services come to the door and be like you're the guy that puts his uh, baby in a plastic bag and then I was just trying to banter with him go yes and they go well we're here to take out the trash i.e. take the baby off you and into care because you're a bad parent so that's um, that's the that's the, the banter about dad strength but I was having a chat a wee look at some of the dad strength things and uh look at some of the hashtags that, that come about um which are ridiculous i found this one particular um dude on instagram and he is like he's not a sweet guy by any stretch of the imagination but he obviously um is keen on what he does but he like his hashtags are like let me see i'll find him yeah Obviously, Jim Dad is one that he goes with. Hashtag Jim Life. Hashtag Jim Rat. Hashtag Every Day is Arm Day. Nah, it's not, mate. Your arms are awful. Um, hashtag Jim Dad. Hashtag Beast. Hashtag Fitness Warehouse. Like, see, to be honest with you, go to the gym, enjoy yourself, take progress photos, but don't be posting every day saying you go to the gym. Do you know? Like, don't be... Unless you're doing something stupid, like Race Ronaldo egg among face there don't be don't be taking photos of yourself every day in fact that's exactly what you're going to do don't be posting on social media entirely what i'm going to do but on like in sincere manner like what how, people are like let's have a look at what this dude's doing um yeah you got a photo of him just pumping up here hashtag gym life hashtag back day back selfie hashtag big back fucker hmm. big back fucker I assume he means like he's got a big back and he's a he's a big big he's a fucker with a big back not that he fucks get maybe he does he has that look about him you never that you couldn't tell what he's into he's just hashtag gym dad beast daddy I could be that a beast daddy hashtag beast daddy it's just a lot of 
fathers. Oh, and then a really gay dude in leathers. Fair play to you. Like it, it can be both, I guess. You can be a, a really large and shaped father, or you can be an object of lust for men. Happy to be either. No ways, weird hashtags. I, I'm not a big one on the hashtags. I always find it embarrassing if you put too many hashtags in the go. Do you know what I mean? Like hashtag this and hashtag that. It's like just just put up your your post, not say what it is you're doing. Like should that not be enough? Without like I put stupid hashtags and things for my own laugh, ne- like for my own sense of humor or a bit of a joke. Never like sincerely really I put up a picture of myself at Christmas and what I was wearing an outfit and um, I basically was wearing like a wee present headband on my head and I put a post up on Instagram basically hashtagged it like style icon Lord Gaga you know what I mean sexy and I funny hashtags not like legit like hot guy or like cute dad model or sexy dad model or big back fucker you know what I mean bareback fucker whatever you want to call yourself um but I wouldn't I wouldn't do that <laughs> big back fucker that'd be a good name for the episode big back fucker makes no sense and it is weird but a good name mm. oh I'm sleepy McGeepy alright moving on so that's us through the gym through New Year's resolutions. I comedy wise what I want to do, new show, new R show, um more TV stuff. I'm writing a really good thing at the minute, which I'll hopefully have a teaser out for soon. It's a wee sort of like sitcom slash thing that I've got that I've been wanting to write for ages to do with an old job I had and I think it'll be really good. And uh, hopefully you'll see that soon obviously more Troubles with the 80s if you haven't seen that check it out on Facebook on my page or Shane Todd's page of the Troubles with the 80s it's a labour of love something I enjoy doing and would be good to do more of that but yeah definitely more TV work more more writing projects is what I'm really into doing I like writing stuff and doing stand up so hopefully I'll have more projects in the go next year and more opportunities and you know the harder you work the more opportunities will arrive at you at your door so when the door knocks open it am I right mm, such a philosophical twat um, philosophical prick it could be a segment where I give you some words of wisdom every week um, so yeah this, that's this week's philosophical twat is if opportunity knocks always answer the door Unless they're cold calling you for something stupid. But, you know what I mean. Anyway, it's time for the Champions League of Weird. The Champions League of Weird. Oh, whoa, we are hurtling through... The Champions League of Weird, like nobody's business. We're on the Group E now, and whoa, it is starting to heat up. Things are starting to get piping in the kitchen. Now, this week we have 
some pretty big matchups. When Group E round one, it is this week Wesley Snipes versus Sia. Um, for those of you who don't know too much about Wesley Snipes, he's a weird dude. He is like being martial arts artist expert, film star, actor, multiply married, weird, jujitsu, tax evading guy. Um, I included him in the in the weird Champions League. Cause I was going to have Steven Seagal, but I thought he was he was just too 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 strange for it. Like he would have been an absolute shoe in possibly for for winning it off the bat. So we we, we didn't want to make it boring. So we stuck we stuck Wes in instead. And um, yeah, Wesley Snipes first Sia. Um, I, since we we drew it. I, I've, I've almost not wanted to give Sia any more points because Sia has she fabricates her weirdness which I think's a disservice to genuine weirdos out there so this week the winner, Wesley Snipes three points for Wesdo um, let me see I'm actually, I'm actually, this is how much of a loser I'm, I have a bit of paper with all these groups on it and I'm actually writing the scores on so I can add this up and we can go into the next round and this will this Champions League of Weird will be going on for weeks so just buckle in and enjoy it next up is a great contest too Yoko Ono versus Derek Akora I'm giving this one as a draw both are equally weird Derek Akora is a spiritual medium which anyone listening out there who believes in that get in touch because I think it's a load of Bullshit. Don't believe that you can talk to ghosts. Don't believe in ghosts. Don't believe in any of that jazz. Um. So if anyone out there does that or believes in any of that stuff, by all means, get in touch with me. Come on, enlighten me. I may be ignorant. I just want enlightened. Come on and 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 tell me of a straight face that you can talk to ghosts. And if you can't talk to ghosts. I want you to talk to hmm, Sir Roger Moore and ask him, was he mates with Jaws in real life? That's what I want to know because Jaws was a big scary guy and, you know, sometimes it's hard to, you know, blur the lines between real life and art. And, I mean, some of the shit that Jaws tried to do James Bond I mean, I don't think they could be legit, legit mates and just want to find out from Sir Roger Moore if that was the case. And Yoko Ono, um, the wife of, or the, the former wife, obviously, because John Lennon's dead, of John Lennon from the Beatles. Um, if you're wondering why she's included in this, all I'm going to say to you is get on your phones, mm-hmm, go on the YouTube, mm-hmm, and type in Yoko Ono Firework and watch her do a rendition of Katy Perry's Firework and then tell me what you think it's weird so draw one point apiece for Yoko Ono Derek Akora Group F we'll just fly through this one this week um, it's Kevin Spacey versus Naomi Campbell mm, controversial because Kevin Spacey's a dirty willy toucher without permission so we kind of just had him already in the group have to go through that you know what he's weirder than Naomi Campbell she's just a diva He's a diva, darling, but um, he's he's a strange guy. Like, so he'll take three points this week. Next up, it's a tight one, but it's a clear winner. It's Rodrigo Alves, the human candle, versus Gary Busey. Gary Busey, um, if you remember the TV show Celebrity Rehab, was great on it. 
he had a lot of problems with like booze basically but during it they're like nah there's something else wrong with you gary you have a wee bit of a an issue with the filter and what you, sh- you should say and what you come out with so he's great at entertainment albeit had a serious um motorbike accident or something so you'll kind of slide and make fun of him about that but hey it's good television if you go on tv and be on a reality tv show and start saying ridiculous shit yeah, it's weird and you're gonna laugh at you but as weird as Gary Busey is he's not as weird as a guy who is like wakes up in the morning and goes hmm I know what I'd like to look like what's that mate I want to look like a you know Ken from Barbie and Ken oh I I want to look like him or like a human version of Ken Uh, no I I want to look like the full plastic version of Ken but be human at the same time alright well you're a bollocks so weird so the points this week go to Rodrigo Alves three points to him three points to Spacey couple of weird bastards I swear to you oh bastards I like to say bastard bastard's a good swear word you bastard I hate it when people say bastard oh he's a bastard why say that? that's not the word you fucking stupid prick it's like me calling a prick a pro you know it's just laziness it's bastard get into it and say it with pride don't say a bastard. He's a bastard. He's not a bastard. He's a fucking bastard. <sighs> Sometimes you get annoyed about shit. Shouldn't get annoyed about. Um. <clears throat> yeah. This podcast is going to be very like my, very much like my my own penis here, and be a short one. So I'll go on to the the que- listeners listeners questions. I don't know why I went full Hispanic. For Barcelona, it's a listener's questions now for me. And for me, I want to talk about my listener's questions. And first off, Rugby Gareth, um, friend of the Boytown podcast. And if he's asking weird questions for the weird podcast, he's a weirdo, which is the equivalent of a friend of a show. So the first weirdo is Rugby Gareth. And he said, if you weren't you, but you could not be anybody famous, who would you be? If you, that's like some sort of riddle, riddler shit. If you weren't you, but you could not be anyone famous, what would you be? And it'd be like a, a willow tree or something would be the answer to that fable. But we aren't dealing fables here. I think it's just a a riddling question. If you weren't you, but you could not be anyone famous, who would you be? I suppose you have to look at who is famous and who isn't famous. Like if people who, are known in the public eye maybe would deny that they're famous like politicians Christopher Stafford for example of the DUP he's a known recognised figure but is he famous? Hmm, don't think so but then you have other people at the other scale end of the scale people like Arlene Foster probably slightly famous because she's a leader of the DUP Jerry Adams you know hmm. Are they famous or are they infamous? Who knows? But they're in the public eye, so probably would be classed as famous. If I couldn't be, if I could be anybody, <laughs> I, I would be my girlfriend <laughs> because she gets to go out with me. Nah, um, no, I would probably be her though because she could still get the same wee daughter and she's so cute and I love her. So if I could be anyone other than me, it would be her. Oh, I'm so cute, aren't I? <laughs> I just love my wee daughter. She's the cutest wee thing in the whole wide world. Um, for now in a couple of hours no doubt she'll be up feeding being like daddy I needed the food I'll be like ah it's 2 o'clock I needed, I needed the sleep um, 
Yeah, no, she's she's great. I love her. Um, next question is, oh yeah, oh yeah, this is a good one. Craig Gilroy has answered um, my call for questions this week. Um, Ulster and Ireland player saying, "Did you think I legit burned you?" Well, interesting topic. And um, for all those of you that don't listen to the Boytown podcast, what you doing with your lives? Um, but apart from that, what Craig is referring to is a segment of the Boytown podcast called Tweetback, which is the best segment on a podcast in the world, I would say. But also, from a personal point of view, the worst segment of a podcast in the world. Because week in, week out, I embarrass myself. And I say I embarrass myself, Shane Todd makes me embarrass myself, but in return, I make him embarrass himself. So what happens is, we construct a tweet for each other, and we have to send said tweet. So, yesterday, whenever we recorded Boytown, I put the tweet out. Shane thought it would be funny for me to tweet Ulster and Ireland rugby player Craig Gilroy, saying something along the lines of, um, hey Craig would be keen to um, go to Spoon Street, which is like a frozen yogurt place in, in Ballyhackamore. Be keen to go to Spoon Street and um, have a date or something. And Would you be keen to do some licking and sucking? Dot, 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 then go to Spoon Street, basically. So put the tweet out. Obviously, Ty Craig Gilroy in it. Who may I doesn't actually follow me on Twitter, which is so sly because we know each other. So you know why? Why why don't you, Craig? Mm, maybe that's the issue we should be having. But anyway, he um, replied with, "Ah, uh, now nah, uh, nah, you're all right." Basically, uh, no thanks. So basically, anyone saw a tweet? Look, if you don't know it's a tweet back, if you don't know it's part of the podcast, it just looks like I'm a real creepy, weird guy. Just basically saying if I asking Australby player Craig Gilroy if I'd like to suck him off probably and then eat frozen ice cream with him. You know. I'm sure there's a market for that. It's just not, you know, my cup of tea. Or not my frozen yogurt. But anyway, yeah, when you replied, Oh and eh, no thanks, Craig, I legit thought you burnt me. And it hurt because I thought we were friends. But Alas, not. But then, what was funny as um, the the question rolled from Craig for today's weird podcast is he unveiled to me that he was put up to that reply by Shane. So there we have it. Shane Todd is fixing tweet back in advance, which I think is a is a sin. Um, he's going undercover. He's messaging people like a wee snake and setting them up to respond. So. You know, I feel like he's affecting the legitimacy of the game. I feel, I feel, I feel like uh, I'm turned into Arsenal Wenger again. Like, I feel like he's uh, affecting the uh, legitimacy of the game. But uh, I feel like any Boytown listeners out there, I want you to call Shane on that, saying he's a crook, he's uh, he's a bung taker, and he's just essentially a little fucker. Yeah, but I didn't think Craig Gilroy burned me. And I was pretty offended, to be honest. But hey, you live and you learn. At least I wasn't opening something with Rob Herring again. 
fucking last thing at the tweet row pairing was that I want basically saying tagging him and something saying um, I am opening a breast milk cafe with Ulster we play raw pairing and we just sell coffees but solely with breast milk and then there was a stupid picture attached which made it look like it was actually happening um, Connor Dolan has sent me a question saying how weird would it be if Sanchez stayed at Arsenal Tell you what, it'd be so weird. Um, I'm an Arsenal supporter for any of you that don't know. And I know a lot of you guys are now probably feeling sorry for me. Because, yeah, it's tough. I admit it is tough. Um, but how weird would it be if Sanchez stayed at Arsenal? It would be so weird because if you saw the Crystal Palace game during the week there and he scored a couple of goals, which we needed because it won us the game, but half the team didn't want to celebrate with him, which, to be fair, why would you? If the prick wants to go, let him go. Um, and if he's there disrupting things, fuck him. I wouldn't even be playing him, to be honest. But that's just me. And I would tell him in January, get rid of him. Unless he decides, hey, I want to stay and I'll sign a new contract, then by all means, he's the best in the world. In my eyes, not a football, because the best footballer in the world is Messi, undoubtedly. But, um, yeah, it'd be fair. I, I honestly cannot see him staying at Arsenal. And I think, genuinely, I, I didn't want to start talking about Arsenal because it fucks me off so much. But, you can't blame him if he does go either because Arsenal are so shit at managing contracts. Like how how our best players are down to their last year of their contracts. I have no idea why we don't buy good players. Why Fanger can't see it? We don't have a good goalkeeper or defence. Oh, why are we so far behind? Anyway, Chris Barr once again. He is he should be called Chris the Bar because he sets the bar week in week out for great questions and great involvement in the weird podcast he's another weirdo undoubtedly hey Dave the gym can be a strange place amen man I've spoken about the gym already here um, and he's attached to his story but what's the weirdest thing you've seen in the gym right I'll go to the, weird, the story first um, oh I man gets penis stuck in a gym weight plate it takes firefighters three hours to cut him free with power tools fair play then because have you seen the uh the like circumference of a the hole in a gym weight plate he must have a quite i'd imagine he's probably forced his ball sack through the hole as well as just his pace um to get stuck like that but oh three hours you how does that even happen like what I turned on are you getting by your workout did you have to start putting your penis in the the weight plates like has anyone ever seen the movie Pumpin' Iron with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Lou Ferrigno it's like it's a great movie if you haven't seen it check it out it's about like the two of them working up towards like one of the like 78 Mr. Olympia or something but there's a bit of it where Arnold is talking about how good working out makes him feel and maybe this guy's got the same kind of just as Arnold Arnold basically goes yeah going to the gym is as satisfying to me as coming you know it's like uh, having sex with a woman and coming you know can you believe how much I am in heaven it feels great it's so weird too um, but he loves the gym yeah he goes gentle stuck in um, yeah I can't actually work out what the guy did they've just shown a broken plate which looks like they've just smashed the plate with a hammer, which would be painful itself. Oh, it's a German dude. Of course it is. Um, 
let me see. They wrote a message somewhat different kind was received and the control center. One person had a very sensitive part of his body trapped in the whole of a two and a half kilogram dumbbell disc. Well, there you have it. The guy was definitely feeling that the gym was as satisfying as common. And to be honest, I can kind of, there's definitely a line between gym equipment and sex. Mm-hmm. Bear with me, I'll get to my point um, now. Whenever I was younger, like 16, first of all, I didn't fuck any gym equipment, but I worked in a gym, so I was probably older than 16, yeah, I've been about 18, 18 or 20, and I was still living at home, and I took a clamp from the gym, like that you clamp weights on, home to just, fuck it, no, um, to just use as to like tent improve my grip basically and i would be home and i'd just be pumping this weight grip i'm walking a fine line here but i would would be working on my forearm and essentially just left it in my room this clamp which is like a silver clamp with a circle in it with two handles and whatnot my mum found said clamp thought it was some sort of wanking accessory and confronted me about it which was very awkward. Um, it showed me basically my mum doesn't have too much experience in, in wanking accessories, which is good. But at the same time, it's strange to approach me with that. And that's a prime example as to why you should know your facts before you call people on things. Do you know? And I was just like, nah, mum, it's a clip that you clip weights on to a barbell, not a wanking accessory. But thanks for uh, publicly shaming me and basically calling me a wanker probably knows like if you've got a kid you know teenage boy boys will be boys they will jack with accessories end of I had a mate that once near cut his bell end off by having sex with the corner of a door he used to like put a t-shirt around his willy and then put it in the corner of a door and then just rub it against it you know all it takes is one slip and you're you're a woman do you know what I mean so (sighs) whoa it's pretty heavy heavy duty stuff to to finish on um so all it needs to be said in closing is guys follow me on social media um get me on twitter at the dave elliot the two l's and two t's in elliot and a lot of people struggle with that obviously thousands of people need to get that sorted um you can follow me on instagram at dave elliot comedy you can also follow me on facebook also at Dave Elliot Comedy and I've just got Snapchat again and unfortunately Dave Elliot Comedy is too long uh, name for that so it's just Dave Elliot lol, such a loser but lol and if you haven't already subscribe to the Weird Podcast on iTunes um, subscribe on SoundCloud come on get the viewing figures up the more people listen to the podcast the more stuff I can do the more guests I can get on keen to get guests on here oh shit meant to say um this is revolutionary revolutionary whoa this is a revolutionary revelation one member who is in the champions league of weird has legitimately no joke bought a present for my baby and I received the present just before Christmas. So if you are all paying attention to the Champions League weird, I want you to work out who it was that got me the present. And if you guess right, you win a prize. Well, not win a prize, you win my admiration. But anyway, it's true. So do that. Rate and review iTunes and SoundCloud. And 
enjoy your new year guys have ring it in with fun be normal be weird whatever you do have a good time let me know if you have any cool stories from your parties or whatever man you know, keep me in the, in the loop and enjoy yourselves I'm going off to uh, not sleep just lie in bed with my eyes open all night and just wait for the baby to cry <laughs> uh, life <laughs>